All right. Hello, everyone, and thank you very much for joining us on today's podcast, the first launch of My Life Map Navigate podcast today. We're starting it with the first episode with the title of Where is the Love? And for today, I'll be hosting two of the amazing guests who just entered my life recently. And the reason why they were picked to basically start the first podcast with today, one is that we are actually going through the relationship month of My Life Map page. And secondly, because, guys, flash news for you. When I actually visited you for the first time, I entered the house and I felt a really amazing vibe that I haven't felt for a while. So I'd like to actually ask you, what do you think that vibe was? But first, allow me to get you to introduce yourselves. Go ahead. Ladies first. <laughs> okay, so I'm Joette, and um, yeah. What brought you? What brought me? You did. I did. <laughs> you did. You brought me. So and it was really nice to meet you as well. And recently, we just had you in our lives, and. Your vibe as well has changed so much in our lives. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you for having us as well. Thank you very much for yeah. accepting to be here. Daddy. <laughs> first of all, allow me to congratulate you on your first podcast. Definitely a very important milestone. Uh, I'll be watching them. Uh, my name is Shadi Zahoul, and uh, basically the vibe that you felt when you entered our home is actually uh, the culmination of uh, 15 years of marriage, yes. uh, ups and downs, pluses and minuses, lefts and rights, mountains and canyons. I love that. And uh, basically, this is where we are now. It's the result of those years, of those faux pas and all those lessons learned that made us what we are today. And uh, creating a house, creating a home, uh, a feeling, a vibration, a sensation. It is something that we really cherish, the small things, you know, as a family. And uh, it was great having you over. Thank you very much. It was amazing to come over. So let me start with that. So you spoke about the years, you spoke about the ups and downs. And, and as we all know, and as we all can see that today a lot, and the reason why we're calling the podcast Where is the Love is because everyone is sincerely asking the question. Relationship goals today is nothing but a tagline or a sticker we have or a wish in people's minds. And I wanted to ask you, um, let's start at the beginning. So where did this whole journey begin? Uh, for me, the beginning was never planned. Uh, when I met Joelle, uh, we were in Lebanon, we were young. We met. Uh, You're still young. <laughs> Sorry to cut you, but we've been married 15 years, but we also were dating for about four years. Okay. So yeah, we've been. It's been a lifetime together. Yeah. Go ahead. Continue. For me, to, yeah. for me, for me, it was a love at first sight. I was like, for you, it's different. For me, it was a love at first sight. We met in um, 2003, was it? Yes, and. Uh, not not being cliche, but yes, for me it was love at first sight. The moment I met him, I just had that feeling, um, just like you know when they say like in fairy tales, he was the one. I had that feeling that he was the one, and then he only <laughs> and then he only proved me right. Just you know, once I got to know him, once we started to, to find all the common things that we have uh, together, we have like 
things that we we have common things and we have things that we're like complete opposites in but we we really like you know synchronize very well together and then he proved to me that you know that definitely uh, I too you know Joe <laughs> I call I call this honestly I'm gonna jump right in basically I call this the rush the rush sensation yeah uh, the rush of the beginning of every relationship and it's uh, it's basically as Joel described it it's a fairy tale feeling it's something that belongs to everyone as a human being you want to feel this you want to feel love you want to feel you know the butterflies flying and actually this those are the best those are the those best are the, but unfortunately the weakness in the knees. yeah you know that's like <laughs> yeah. to be loved and to love in return is is a privilege it's it's a gift but that's the easy part of the story, you know. That's the fun part of it. That's the happy-go-lucky part of, of every relationship in common. And unfortunately, this does not last. This feeling does not last. Uh, <laughs> I'm, talk, I'm not. I'm not talking about the rush. Don't get me wrong. I'm loving this. Okay. I, I, I love. My life, I love my wife, I love my family, I, I love my job. Love is part of it. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, I'm talking about why 50% of people end up getting divorced. This is a real statistics, a statistic in the US. I don't know in our world, but it's, it's, it's high even harder. Well. It's high. I, it's I not mean, even high, it's, it's harder. Harder and higher because, uh, like again, based on, and I'm talking based on my experience and the people that I coach. There is a lot. So it's either the divorce or it's either, well, you know what, we're just staying together. Life. Staying together for the sake of staying together, but like we're not actually together. I can, you know, uh, the thing is that I was, I was, I talk about myself, I was exactly the same. Uh, I was living a fake emotion in my life. I say fake in terms of, you know, the love that they teach you. The red heart. I love that the So yeah, explain that to okay. me. Okay. okay, talk about. So let me just ask you to basically just cover a bit of things for me. Yeah. So uh, the butterflies. Because funny enough, I was talking with a friend a couple of days ago. We were talking about we the the, the sentence her and other people as well told me is we don't get those anymore. Yeah. Like in today's world, we don't actually get those tingles anymore that's, that's so true that's one and and the second is yes i want you to also cover the part that you're about to cover which is talking about the love and the books that they yeah. teach us versus you know, it's, it's, it's true it's, it's so I'm, I'm, it's all about conditioning yes yeah. from the day you get born till you're seven or ten years old you're being fully conditioned and this is this is a very uh, sensitive topic to talk about <laughs> some people break through some people don't uh, society is very demanding and family and religion and everything around you is conditioning you to be in a certain way. Love is part of it. Building a family is part of it. You have to fit in this fake scenario that yeah. people expect you to be in. This is where everything goes south. Uh, it's actually you don't know that it's going south. You, how do you know it? It's by waking up angry, by fighting a lot, by feeling that uh, your life is not vibrating correctly. There's something wrong. Right. Okay, so people get away and they get divorced and they just like, in general, people are meant are not meant to be uh, conditioned in this way. So it's, it's very difficult for me. I had to go through the very uh, rough way to get out of that. And uh, one day my father told me something um, that I later 
heard again from Winston and this is my philosophy of life when it comes to my relationship, not only with my wife, which is which is one of the most beautiful relationships in the world. It's basically my relationship with myself, no plan, you know, and uh, my relationship with everybody else around me, Joel being one of them. So we have to understand that we are individuals. We are, uh, we are, everything that we've been taught is actually what we are conditioned. So my dad came to me and he said, this before I got married. You're getting wisdoms today. <laughs> You're getting a lot of insights today. Hey, hey, I was young. I was 27 years old. Taking notes. That was like 18, 20 years ago. Okay? I was naive. I was stupid. I was young. We all were, you know. He was like, Chadi, listen. Uh, he read something by Jubran Khalil Jubran, who's a Lebanese uh, genius yep. kind of prophet. It says that never drink from the same glass with your wife. Meaning a glass of water, don't share it. For each have his own glass. It didn't stick with me. <laughs> She's not very happy to yeah. an explanation. Eh? That didn't stick to me unless, and then I, I neglected it basically. And we started living our lives like anyone else, right? And going along and trying to fit, Yeah. trying to fit in. And every time we try to fit in, uh, the gate starts to get closer. Know, and it's closer and closer and smaller and it shrinks. It's it's the hole inside you as a person. And you feel that you're not happy in your life. We're not talking the rush is finished. First year, second year, third year, fourth year, it's gone. Year five, year six, year seven, whoa, the love is gone. You know, you're not realizing that what you feel. No, no, okay. we're coming, we're coming there. <laughs> you're gonna be okay. Because she's gonna, I think she's gonna actually come at come at very different angle. But yeah, keep going. He's almost there. He's almost there. Until I realize what my dad meant. I respect you. And the concept of don't share the same cup is basically the same as the concept as fill your own cup. Okay. What does that mean? That it means that if I'm angry and I'm fighting with my wife, means there's something wrong in me by expecting her to make me a happy person. Okay, uh, Will Smith said it in one of his videos, and it reminds me of what my father said by Jubran Khalil Jubran, which is a really old philosopher, that I need, to, I need to be responsible for my own happiness. You know? And I don't expect anything from Joel in terms of my happiness. I expect her to find her own happiness somewhere else, whatever she wants, and come to the relationship as a happy person. And we will share this happiness together. Right. The problem in most of what I see in other people's relationships is that they expect a lot from the other from the other person. You know, they expect them to do stuff they depend on that, that makes happen. them happy. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about a basic human necessity, gentlemen. Yeah. Happiness. This is if you're not happy, there's something wrong with your life. Let's start here. Genuinely, yeah. you can fake it till the end of time, but you will never. You will never sleep and wake up with a smile on your face. Yeah. How difficult it is to live with a person all your life. How difficult you're, you're sharing the ups and the downs. If you're not happy within yourself, it's a doomed relationship. I love that. But the question here is, will you actually live through the downs? And if you do, how intense is that Absolutely. going to be? Right? This, is, this is something that is uh, where sacrifice comes in. Yeah. It's a recipe. No, it's when you're cooking something, there's 10 to 15 ingredients there. 
not only fill your own cup. Fill your own cup is something really difficult to do, by the way, when you expect nothing from everyone. Just fix yourself. Look inside yourself. Sacrifice plays a big role in my relationship with Lorraine. And we've been through hell, to say the least. Okay? And uh, we managed to, to rise back like phoenixes. I would actually love to hear to that, about yeah. that part from Me Joanne. Too. But I'm going to come back to the sacrifice bit because I need to give a bit of a reframe um, to the word itself. Yeah. Uh, but let me hear you out first. Hear me out. <laughs> yes. So, um, talking about the downs. Just to add, just also to add a few things. Yeah. I think it's not only just about filling your own cup, and it's, it is about finding your inner happiness, and it is about being happy in, in order to project that happiness onto your surroundings, whether it be your husband or your kids or the whole family, you know, the five in the house. Yeah. So really, you really need to be to find that happiness inside you. And also, one of the most important things for me is communication. I mean, understanding each other and actually talking to each other, like being able to do. Like, for me, he's my best friend. I can tell him anything, and he can tell me anything. We're literally, like, best friends. So it's, I don't have to, like, think twice of what I want to say before I talk to him. If I'm angry if I'm angry here, I don't need to actually uh, do something to prove to him that I'm angry, angry. No, I just go to him and tell him, I'm angry here, here, here. How can we solve it? So I think communication and respect is very important. Respecting what your other half lo loves and likes and what he doesn't like. So... All of this combined together, I think, is actually beyond what love is. For me, I, 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 for me, there is love. I believe in love. He's saying, he said, love is just in the books. For me, no. I truly believe that love is all of these things connected. At the end of the day, what is it? What is love? It's Question. respect. It's communication. It's uh, exactly. sacrificing for someone. Um, wanting to make them happy in other ways. like Definitely. You know what worries me a lot? That people think that they have to find love and they start actually faking it just to have it. Um, they want to fit in. You know, they want this red card with a teddy bear. Everybody. Exactly. That's Everybody the conditioning is there. Either. Everybody wants to fall in love, get married, build a family. And it's not the way it should be at all. Right. Let me come in over here. So we're, we're like talking about the teddy bears and the love and you brought up a very important point about people wanting it. Some yeah. people want it. It's a natural need. We, as human beings, we are yeah. made to seek that, right? And you asked a very important question as well, which is what, what is love, right? And again, we, we go back to emotional intelligence and in the language of emotional intelligence, what love is. It's basically a combination of emotions and mainly it's a combination of trust and joy. Right? We don't even we don't even call it happiness because it's a state of mind. But the joy is that you will go through those downs, those extreme downs, you will hit rock bottom. But you still are able to look at the person one day and be like, Hey listen, like we've hit rock bottom, like it can't go any any lower than this. Like, let's see what we can do about it. And that's and that and that's where the love is. Yeah. Right? That's where you get to know that's there's something different. And and I literally like said to myself the day that I visited you, and that's why I, I started the podcast with this. I I felt the kindness, I felt the safety. We had we had a very deep discussion the first day I came over to your house, and we were, we were having the first day I met you as well, uh, Joel. Like we were opening up, we were talking. We had about a good stuff. session. We had a really nice session on yeah, that day, yeah. and um, 
and 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 the safe the, the safety to be vulnerable in front of the person who's how much does that mean to you? A lot. Right? Everything. So when we come to and, and like uh, I don't know if you watched my video for Jenga and relationships and how we talk about if I am basically empty, how can, how am I expected to fill everybody else? And and that's where the sacrifice versus the compromise comes into play. Right? And when we talk about sacrifice, you're basically scrapping out of an empty cup. That's why you feel it. The person is taking something away from you. Versus when it's a compromise, you're looking at that person. You still own yourself, but you're looking at owning myself. How can I still be that pillar of support to the person next to you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So and, and there that's where I want to I want to maybe touch a little bit on the downs. And the downs you've been through are not easy. Not at all. Uh, I mean, I, I look at it from outside. I hear it when we have our chats. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know, like, it exists. We hear it today that it doesn't. But it exists. And I tell you how it exists because I wasn't there when it was happening. But I'm looking at the results today. And there is not a moment in time when I watch any of the videos, any of the things you share, and I'm like, repentless. Look at where this... And I told you this word before, I told you. Sometimes God sends us to the people in the world for a reason. He knows we're good deep down inside and we're good for it. He knows it's tough, but he knows that we're good for it. We're able. And we're, and able. we're able to take on this hardship and... Like, I can't say make the best out of it, but come out of it in a, in the, in the proper way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, for, for us, yes, our journey was very, very hard. I mean, most everybody, that, like, everybody that knows us knows that we have uh, our son who has special needs. And the journey was really, really very hard, and still is very hard. But, um, and a lot of, in a lot of relationships, this causes a break in a relationship. But if I really told you that this made us stronger together, we bonded more together. I mean, um, instead of breaking down and instead of like letting this um, affect us in, in in a bad way, we actually accepted it. And then we said, okay, now what do we do? But what do we do together? So hand in hand, we literally took on this journey and love guided us. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, I'm, I'm sorry, Shadi, I'm just going like, to cover this and I'm going to come back to you. But Joa, tell me a bit about Shadi's role during that period in your life. If you can maybe pick a situation or pick a conversation or pick just anything that touches home. That okay. could maybe highlight. <laughs> that could maybe highlight um, highlight the, the, the rock bottom and, and, the, and the growth that came out of it. Okay, so... Um... I'll tell you just an example of um, something that happened. Um, not with my, let's say, not with my son, but with my son, we had a lot of situations and really he never made me feel like I'm alone. He was always there, always my backbone, always supporting me, always telling me it's going to be okay. I rely to him. I take my strength from him. When he says it's going to be okay, I know it's going to be okay. So for me, 
always and everything that happens. So let's say anything that happens, I tell him, what do you think? And he's like, don't worry, it's going to be okay. And I genuinely know that when he says it's okay, it's, it's going to be, everything's going to be fine. So believe it or not, it's true. And he knows that. So even sometimes I don't even do research. I don't do anything. I tell him, did you, did you check? Did you research? He's like, yeah, yeah, I got you. So that's, that's one. And there's another something that happened in my life. So when I was going through the phase of Munir and all the hardship being a new mom, I knew nothing about being a mom. He knew nothing about being a dad. We were just new, new parents. Yeah. And then we had so much going on and there was such a, so many things that came along and so many hardships and, and he had these issues and these problems and, and you know, endless hospitals and so much was going on. And then when it started to calm down a little bit, everything started to calm down and everything was coming into sense and being placed, the puzzle was being put in order and we knew what was happening to our son. So all of a sudden, I broke down. So I broke down. And I started to go into a very bad depression. And um, I'm just looking around and I'm like, if, if I can't take care of myself, how am I going to take care of my son? I'm going to take care of my husband. I'm going to take care of my family. You know, we're raised with parents, Kulshid, culture, Tabana. It's like, you, you have to be are. a good wife. You have to do this. And you have to do it. You don't have to die. You I love have, the good wife, not the good person or a healthy person, but they are good wife. Yeah, you have to be a good wife. You have to do this. You have to do that. Don't act. Don't do this. Yeah, he should be expecting you to look after your son because he's the man of the house. He's yeah. yeah. to go get the food. But we've never had that. Right. We've never had that. There was this. Never. We do everything together. So it has to be together. We don't have like, or, or do this or give me water. No, we don't have that. We do everything together. So, um, so when I was telling you, I was breaking down and and I didn't know what to do with myself. And he knows, and he knew that I wasn't okay. At nights I wouldn't sleep, and he would be there. And then he told me one day, he's like, "I'm taking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you uh, today somewhere." And then I go in the car, and we went, and he took me to a psychologist. And he went in with me to the psychologist, and he he helped me. So just him being there with me at the psychologist gave me even more strength. So him taking the step of helping me get better was something very good for me. So, yeah. That's, that, that's, that's huge, that, that's huge. And he was doing something for me. So it wasn't like for, 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 for me or anything. It was for me, he was doing it for me. Like taking the step of saying, Joe, welcome, hand in hand, we're gonna, we're gonna be close. But that's, uh, that's big on you. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something. Man. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, yes. uh, this is very critical, thank amazing. you. But, wow. You have to step up supports your your other half. Joel is my other half. Mind you, I am an individual half. You're one and a half. Yes, exactly. I'm one and a Why I say that? It's because sometimes people just expect you just to be there for them. Unconditionally, uh, just be there. You know? People don't realize that sometimes. I don't need anything from you right now. I just need you to be next to me and to support me. Okay, so sometimes you need to just lay it down and just go go to the meetings, go to the doctor appointments, take in the crying, the nagging, the insomnia, take in those sleepless nights, you know, with a smile on your face and please don't give your opinion. Don't try to be a philosopher. Don't try to be the doctor. Just, just be a source of comfort, 
a, a shoulder, an ear to listen. You know, time heals everything at the end of the day. Just be there as a support mechanism. Okay, support your other apps, support your spouse, support your colleagues, support your friends when they need to. Don't be a philosopher. Don't try to be the healer. Just shut your mouth and be there. Okay? Uh, Joanne, at the end of the day, we're two different people. Okay? I'm a realist, she's a purist. Okay? Um, but we have we, we vibrate on the same frequency. Okay? Uh, it took us a while to find this frequency. Uh, we, we don't fight anymore. We rarely fight. I'm talking this is something unheard of. I love that you say anymore. Oh, we used to fight a lot because, like, oh, I, I was like about to tell you. So it's it's a fairy tale thing for for real, but oh, no. to get there, no, no, no. I, I I reached a point where I thought that I didn't love her anymore. I thought that I didn't have the feeling in me. We were fighting a lot. We reached a point where I'd rather be somewhere else. This is something that lots of my friends like. currently feel. There's something wrong, and then I realized there's something wrong with me. And this is the turning point, uh, I'm telling you. We were going uh, to uh, towards a very bad place. Um, and then I realized that I need to change. I need to change. I need to change what? Not the way. I need to change who I am. Um, I need to break through this box that someone built for me and I have to live in it. And that was a life-changing couple of years for me. Uh, you know, I started reading books and I started to understand the, the law of, uh, of, of, of attraction, the law of vibrations, the law of energy. energy. And then I went a little bit into the subconscious and how things are, are uh, basically filtered down into the subconscious. And, and this is where, you know, the, the habits are and this is where the belief system is. And from the subconscious, everything is transformed into actions and behavior. And the reality of things. So I started to change my thoughts. Took time. Took me a year. For and example, then, yeah, just to yeah, cut you. Yeah. Every day at 11 11. <laughs> I get it. It's <laughs> Manifest. Manifest. By the way, the fact that he sees the 11 11 is yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. a message to him. He yeah. actually. So we need a belief system, yeah. whatever it is. I, I don't yeah. find it. I don't judge whatever belief system you have. Just believe it. The idea of. We came from a very we came from rock bottom when our son Munir was born. We expected something. Once again, conditioning. We expect conditioning. You yeah, know, we expect Munir expect is our firstborn. Uh, you know, uh, all our friends, all my brothers, her sisters, everybody's happy-go-lucky with the kids. You know, and then all of a sudden we're hit with a with a special needs case that we know nothing about, and it just stopped us stopped us in our tracks immediately. Know, when we were young, we were not really what we are now. So we started to spiral out of control, and it was an emotional roller coaster, uh, putting out fires on daily basis. It was really. We have first, to live apart. We have to live apart. I have to continue working to keep the money days. flowing. Yeah. And she has to stay with Munir in Lebanon because of the treatments. And, treatments and, and he had seven surgeries. Uh, it was like a tornado hit us and ripped our house apart and ripped the family apart. Started, it broke our hearts. Yeah, it broke our hearts, and we were so disappointed with ourselves at a certain point. And did we do something wrong? Is yeah. it us? Is it me? You know, we start looking inside, and this is a really dark place where people find themselves. What actually brought me back on my feet yeah. is Joel. In what sense? 
she she always was and is and will be my north star. Anytime I'm strayed the way I look at her, at her kindness, at her pure heart, at her positive energy, and she guides me back to where I should be. You know, you need this. Everybody needs a north star. I chose her to be mine. You know, she is, and she always will I love be. that. Yeah. Let me just again comment on that one. You chose her to be your north star. Yes. She didn't force you. No. Right? She didn't tell you this is how it should yeah, this be. This is one thing you cannot fake, by the way. You picked the kindness. You yeah. picked the acceptance. You yeah. picked all of those things that she resembles to you. To be your North Star. You spoke about presence, and in presence we speak about empathy. Right? And how empathetic you are with yourself. So in order to be empathetic with the person you're with, and the people you're with, and the people around you. Right? Um... And again, like if you did not get that epiphany of, oh my, what road am I head am I heading into? That by itself is your first, okay, your your first glimpse of your north star. That oh my god, there it is, but like I'm going in the other direction, right? And and we say that empathy is at the core of our connections. If we don't empathize with ourselves and with the people around us, that's it, it's done, right? Um, and it is exactly what you said, Shanti. It's it, we call it in emotional intelligence the presence, right? The presence that yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm not there to tell you how you should do things. I'm not there to tell you how you should get things done. Because as much as connected as we are, we as men would never understand what is it like to be a mother, and you as a mother would never understand what is it like to be a father. Um, but what you do understand is what you see. What, what happened with me was basically when one year was born, and I was actually going. I had a career before, and I was uh, I was striving to go to get a career, and 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 uh, I was doing very well. And all of a sudden, one year came, and then he changed everything. So he changed the whole path, and then um, I found myself on another path, which right now is my passion, which right now is 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 my therapy. Um, so, you know, I'm a fitness instructor. I went into fitness. I don't do this as a job. I do this as a passion. I do it for me as a therapy. And I do it because I have a message. So for me as well, I was able to find myself throughout all this. But I really, really need to say this. He was my biggest support. Like, in everything that I do, all the path that I choose, the way um, he pulls me up is just amazing. The way he pulls me up, the words of motivation, the beautiful words that he says, like, you can do it, you can do anything, uh, you, you, like, something has really, when I put a post or something, he, he messages me, it's so beautiful, it's so, he actually takes that time to, to appreciate what I am doing, it may be something, like, really small, like it may be nothing because I know he's running a business and he's got so much work and he's doing all these things. But taking that time to really appreciate the small thing that I put out there, which for him, he makes it look like for me, it's huge. So all these beautiful things that he, he does for me, like um, the pushes that he gives me. So I found myself through fitness and, and, and I found a message for me is to create awareness about my son's case and to give people a message like, no matter what you're going through, I mean, everybody has a battle. And I also learned not to judge people. I learned, like, 
everybody has a battle. It may be very silent, yeah. so don't judge them. Just, just be kind, whatever it is. Even if a person is not kind to you, just be kind. Be kind because that's truly who you want to be. So genuinely, that kindness that you find inside you that we project to the world, you might actually turn that person and make that person a kind person as well. So um, for me, it's just um, through fitness, through healing myself through fitness, um, exercise and sports, I found so much benefit from it that right now I just want to pay it forward. I just want the whole world to know like this worked for me, it might work for you. I have a very hard battle in my life. I have a very hard challenge in my life. And if I was able to like find a way out uh, for myself, and maybe you can too. So that's my message and that's what I'm trying to say. He is the amazing thing, right? Yeah. He was going through his own thing. Yeah. Right? He's and having his own life, his own discovery, his yeah. own guru driven whatever <laughs> journey, right? <laughs> And meanwhile, you were actually on a totally different planet. You yeah, were, right? I discovered myself. Absolutely. And and, <laughs> and and guys, like whoever's listening to this, like I think I think this is one of the most important things is that even when you're in a relationship, doesn't mean that one of you needs to be doing the work for everybody. Both of you, when you recognize you both need the time and you both need the space, it's absolutely fine to take that space and time for yourself to rediscover your North Star, your direction, what is it that you want. I love the fact that when I asked you both, I literally heard nothing about the other person, but everyone <laughs> was was on a journey of self-discovery to, to reshuffle their cards. Yeah. To, and there was no judgment. There was no judgment. Yeah, so true. he wasn't saying, like, don't do this, don't do that. No, he knew, fine. And same for me. So we were just there for each other throughout the whole process, and we didn't judge each other. No, but, but, but mind you, exactly, but mind you, I was a very judgmental person before that transformation that I did. And nothing forced me to transform, by the way. This just, what my father told me and what triggered this question in my head led me to read a book that lit a candle. Then I read another book. And then I started experiencing things in my life fallen places. I was an unhappy person. I became a happy person. This is an actual, uh, an actual, we call it in French, témoignage de vie. It means something that happened to me. Okay? Uh, what? This happened. This is where I started to research deeper and deeper into it. Because I was unhappy and I became happy. You know? I was poor, then I was rich. Something happened. Something, is so, something behavioral changed the way I think. And you know, I realized that everything starts from thoughts and feelings. If you can control those two, this is the input. This is the input that transforms your behavior in life. Unfortunately, it doesn't work simultaneously, but it's a process. It's, it's, it's basically by repetition. And, uh, you know, sometimes I feel like I want to tell Joanne, like, don't do that. You know, like, don't leave uh, that or don't do that. You know, sometimes... I just, I just don't. <laughs> no, no, and then that's amazing. Yeah, I just don't. I skip it, and then one time after the other, yes. I just don't have a feeling to tell him to do anything anymore. Same very, thing. Very for me. Like, let's say I'm angry at him at something. Khalas, let it pass. Let it pass. He doesn't. He didn't mean it. Like I don't. I no longer face him. Like and be like, why did you say that? Let's say he said something to me. 
So I know, I no longer like fight with him over it. I know he didn't mean it. So, I don't mean it. So same for him. You're, are you safer around what he says now? Because you know it comes, if it came, comes from a place of concern. Of course. Everything he always, everything he says is out of a place of concern. That I know. That's that's a thing, young man. We're not talking about before the fight, but we're talking about now. Right? So you know what? what sorry, no, 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 you know go what, ahead. Go ahead. What triggers me? What pisses me off? Yes, tell me. Yes, I want to know. Yes. What pisses me off yes. is basically seeing and communicating and living with people around us and seeing the lost potential of what a happy life can be by the fakeness. I'm not trying to be judgmental. I'm just telling people need to be more real with themselves and with their feelings, and they have to find their North Star. There is a much beautiful life to be lived, guys. Believe me. I'm talking about the small little things. I'm not trying to be the philosophical guy that found it and now he's trying to preach. Not at all. I'm still, I have all my all my defects are still there, okay? But I'm talking about relationships. A guy and a woman living together, forming a family, growing together in life. Uh, yes, you, uh, some guy comes and tells me, you know, this woman is not for me. We realize that the rush is over, and now we, I realize that I do not love anymore. I, I do not feel this feeling anymore. And this is basically selfish, and wrong. Why? Because you either find the love inside yourself, yes. and, and and this is this is you know, uh, see people go happy, go lucky all day long, smiling, but inside they're not, they're unhappy, and I know that because there are there are people that we know, and and this is what really turns me off, and I want to help them, I want to reach out, but I can't, you know, because uh, you're transformed. Yes, <laughs> I think I just I need. I hope this, whoever is listening to this, uh, really takes out for me one thing is that there's a way, uh, the, the, the discovery is between you and yourself, not Absolutely. between you and, the, and your other Stop blaming person. each other for everything. First of all, find the charm in you. It's, it's one of the most difficult things yeah. that you can do in life. It's tough. It's very tough. tough but it's very refreshing. Yeah. The moment you start to feel the breeze, it's like, wow, what is that? You know, and like the amount, again, like uh, I refer to um, one of my clients who basically sent me a message one day saying, Joe, I went running today after our session and with my sweat, my tears were falling down my face, but they were happy tears. I was feeling lighter with every step. I was feeling lighter with every piece of, with every drop of sweat that was going. There was a rock that's melting as I was running. And she's like, I don't think I'll ever be able to run this way ever again because the rock is not there anymore on my back. And that's why we always say, like, um, the truth is inside you, right? And, and, and a message to everyone out there as well, like, um, the key when we're doing coaching, when we're doing emotional intelligence coaching, is we are a guide on the side. We're not the ones who are going to transform you. You know what's best for you. And you know when you feel the butterflies, you know when you feel the breeze, and if you're happy with the breeze, you yourself will continue if you feel... That's not the breeze you want. It's up to you. Yeah. Um, yes. And like, let me just maybe close with this, and I'll say, 
I've listened to the story from myself when I was in a toxic relationship one of those times and I was really stuck. And I have I'm lucky to have like three coaches across the world and one of them happened to call me one day and she's like my godmother. And she called me up one day, she's like, I need to talk to you again on Zoom. And I went on Zoom and then she sends me this assessment called the ego assessment of needs that prevents us from letting go. And she sends it to me and to my surprise, we don't have just one ego that we all talk about. We've got almost 17 <laughs> ego types that keep us captive from moving forward and changing. And I was like, ego me, man, a joke. People love me because I'm simple. And I'm sure ego, why are you sending me this, coach? Now just go through it. And I went through it. And then I'm like, going through the first, the second, the third. I'm like, nah, nah. And then I hit the fourth one. And I literally paused for a minute. And I'm like, oh, shit. Turns out that that's me. Absolutely. So guess what it was? So it was the ego need to save others. Sounds amazing, doesn't it? Like, I want to save others. Sounds great. It's a noble thing to do, right? But funny thing is, this is how our brain. Yes, this is how our brain talks to us. Say you're doing something great. You're helping save another person. But then it continues to say, "But who told you the other person needs to be saved or to be fixed?" Right? And the moment I read that, I was like, "Oh my god!" Actually, the person is happy the way they are. Like, who am I to come and tell them, "Hey, listen, that's that's not your place." So, literally, that was the thing that set me free, and I basically had that conversation with the person. I was like, listen, like, you're great, you're amazing, but our values just don't align. Where I want to go in my life is not where you want to go in your life. And for me, that was it. Like, it was a year of sorrow, a year of constant breakdowns. But then the ego-crushing moment of, you know what, babe, it's not your place. And that's basically, like, as I was hearing your story, there are many moments of ego-crushing going through Right? And, and as you said, it's not easy. Um, but let's just close with a final word from you guys. Um, again, to the people hearing this and to the masses of people who keep saying, hey, the love is not there. The funny thing is, when people tell me the love is not there, I tell them, so you don't trust the person you're with anymore. They're like, no, we do. And I say, you're not happy when you're around them. No, we are. But the love is still there. But we are told that love goes away, what stays is the respect. And yada, yada, yada. No, no, no. It stays there, you have a responsibility to keep the fire on. Yeah. But let me maybe just close with a final word from you. What would you tell the people hearing this? Uh, choose properly your North Star. Don't jump in just because it's time to jump in. Uh, you, can, uh, you, you have a chance in this life to build a beautiful life with someone that you love. Just make sure the other person is the right person for you. Uh, make sure you connect with them on the, on the same frequency. Make sure you have your the same destination on your Google Maps together. And you take the road together to reach your, uh, the destination that you chose together. Uh, don't jump in, close your eyes and jump in just because I'm 35 years old and they expect me to get married now. You know, And if you did jump in, get out as quick as you can because you're missing on life. What? Can you find your place? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. I would say, first of all, you have to love yourself to be able to to love someone else. And <laughs> if you do, stop it. So 
love somebody Jump else. And, yeah, before you love somebody else and give part of yourself to that person. So you really need to love yourself first. Um, I always say this, like, a lot of people, like, um, I always say this, like, marry your best friend. Marry that person who, who you know will listen to you, who you know that their opinion matters to you, as in if they give you advice that you're going to take it. So really marry, marry your best friend. And there's nothing... <laughs> he's actually happy. He's not okay if the job or don't get married. <laughs> if you want. No, please. Yeah, it's up to it's a choice. Hey, it's a don't choice, jump in just for the sake I'm, of I'm, it. I'm just, yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah but you know, if you do choose to get married, I mean, and build a life with somebody and build a family with somebody, it is the most beautiful decision that you make in your life. Uh, the journey is, is hard, there's a lot of ups and downs, but if you hang in there on those downs, you will come out beautifully. So just, yeah, that's it. She was careful. I love you. All right. <laughs> thank you very much, everyone who's been with us today. It was really great to have you, Shadi. Thank you very much, Joel. Thank you very, very much. Um, the lady behind the lens, thank you very much for making it on time um, and for saving the day. Yeah. Well done. Um, so, yeah, so everybody who's listening to us, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for the time. Uh, and for your, your focus, please don't hesitate to reach out to My Life Map Navigate. Next month, we're going to be having another guest for the Leadership Month. I'm going to keep it as a surprise, but stay tuned in and see you soon.